Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 99th episode of Campaign. I'm James D'Amato, your host. Heroes, I'm excited to tell you that we have set our cast for our new campaign that will be taking over this feed after we've concluded our Star Wars campaign. Before I tell you who they are, I want to clear up some confusion that I've been seeing on Twitter and Discord. First of all, you will always be able to find the archives of our Star Wars campaign on this feed. Although we're starting up a new story, we're not going to take down anything we already have. Second, we're not going to be using the Star Wars setting in our new campaign. Out of everyone playing, Cat definitely knew the most about the Star Wars universe. And both myself and the cast think of that Star Wars story as hers. We want to let the Star Wars campaign live on its own. So we'll be doing our new campaign in a completely unique setting. I can't tell you anything about this setting yet, but I'm so excited to bring it to you. And I know you're going to love it because we put together a great new cast for campaign. Your favorites, Johnny O'Mara and John Patrick Cohen, will be returning to the show. We're also adding to our cast Liz Anderson and Tyler Davis. You might recognize Liz and Tyler from the roles that they've played on campaign. Liz was Chartreuse, and Tyler was both Agent Zero from the Evil Campaign, and Venton Gilo, Lenix's brother in Lenix Flashback. Be sure to watch the One Shot Network Twitter for more announcements about our new campaign as we draw closer to it. We still have a lot more campaign to come your way, though. And don't worry, I will let you know when we start getting close to the end. Before we get to the show, I want to take a quick moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Nick Bowton. Thank you. Troy Oatway. Thank you so much. Jason Quinn. Thank you. Donna Brown, thanks so much. Mishy Steller, thank you. Sebastian Patre, thank you. Thomas Critelli O'Donnell, thank you so much. Elijah Kinch Spector, thank you. David Brunel Brutman, thank you. Matthew Luce, thank you so much. Foob, thank you. Ari Trauke, thank you. Jordan O'Rourke, thanks so much. Jessica Fredima Cox, thank you. Lysel Schill, thank you. Johan Burkvist, Thank you. Trevor Griswold. Thank you. Xander, wizard, wizard of the, of the city, city hidden, hidden under, under rivers. rivers. Thank you. Randy Lubin. Thank you. Charlie Owens. Thank you so much. Mikhail. Thank you. Dan Pakul. Thank you. Paul Schillinger. Thank you so much. And Alan Cohen. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who supports One Shot through Patreon. That money not only brings you shows like One Shot and Campaign, but it funds the entire network, including our streaming studio and every show that we work with. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Conspiration! The crew of the Minoc is finally ready to take on the greatest challenge they have ever faced. Matching wits, blasters, and blades with an Inquisitor. And not just any Inquisitor, the terrifying Begor Sadet. We join them as they approach their commandeered Imperial transport to set off on a journey from which they might never return. Let's do the destiny roll. I'll do a force roll, but I will not Fantasy do Flight Games force and destiny roll. All right. All right. A light side. I got a dark side. Two light side. Two light side. Okay, Wowie so five zowie. light side and a dark side. Uh-huh. Oh, we were so close to just winning. Ooh, we almost, you guys almost completely won. Yeah. Uh, we could use our five light side points to re-roll and try again. <laughs> it's uh, almost worth it. <laughs> so start of the episode, you're all walking confidently back towards the ship. Mm-hmm. Slow-mo. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a slow-mo. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's a hero shot. shot. It's a hero shot. Feet up, pan. Is Tamlin 
still with you guys seeing you off or is Tamlin elsewhere entirely? Yes. So the, the way that the pan shot works is it's like instead of from the feet up, it's from the left to the right. Mm-hmm. And it's all of us like slow-mo hero shot. Um, we start with like we start. Uh, Tony we see walking on his hind legs. <laughs> nope. Tony doesn't do that is often. To- is Tony with us? No, he's not. He's not? He's with Tamlin. Tony was with Tamlin. With so Tamlin. we don't start with Tony. We start with uh, the pan shot hits Bacta, mm-hmm. um, and then Bacta, describe like what in slow motion you are doing as the shot pans across you. Uh, so Bacta has uh, slung over his shoulder the upper half of his brand new armor, mm. which has just been painted with a primer white. And he is like twirling whatever uh, spray gun he used to do the paint. Um, he's also got slung over his shoulder his military blaster. Tristel has one of those Verpine shatter pistols, right? Yes. Yeah. Are those power packs? How are those loaded? No, they are loaded with like whatever's around. They're um, rail guns. Ooh. So. So, but but the energy, hmm? the energy to make them shoot. Do they have regular power packs? They have Verpine power packs. So they, Verpine have a proprietary power pack. So they can mm-hmm. have they can have like they can have like ammo though, right? Yeah. Since they're rail guns. Mm-hmm. The um, worst part is every time they come out with a new shatter pistol, the old ones start reloading slower. What? What? Are, yeah, it's awful. What it's are awful. the? Um, but they're like noisy crickets, aren't they? Aren't they like small? Yeah, they're small. So how do you load ammo into like a tiny gun like that? Well, so the funnel of it isn't actually like it's a. It's like a musket. Where do you load it? From the front. From the front. You just put a die inside of it chuck a rock in and boom oh gotcha mm-hmm. it pans across we see trist next to bacta trist is throwing on his like gun belt you see elaine and miranda like uh, stuck on his side he's got like a bandolier across his chest mm-hmm. and he takes out like a little tube from the bandolier pops it open and then you see him dump like uh, ball bearings yeah. into the front of his uh verpine uh shatter pistol toss the like ball bearing tube cock the pistol and like put it behind his back as the camera pans to Lenik. Lenik has his sword. He reaches over and plucks a hair out of Trist's head and uh, like drops it onto the blade and it slices it in half. He takes it and puts it in uh, his sheath and then like flexes his robot hand. Uh, the camera pans to Lin. Yeah, who has uh, her sniper case slung across her shoulders, and she currently has her scope out and is cleaning the lens with a cloth. And then she like looks down through the scope at Tamlin. The camera pans to Tamlin, well, but it's just like the little tiny scope. Oh, it's disconnected. It's disconnected. Okay. She has the rifle slung on its case on I her back. The same thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as as the camera pans to Tamlin, it really just pans the same direction. So all you see is mm-hmm. the top of Tamlin's forehead <laughs> with his little does he have little stubs? He's got yeah. little he nubs. Nubs. Yeah, got with nubbins. his little nubs poking out. And then there's kind of that like record like and the camera juts down to hit Tamlin and we all stop. Tamlin, what are you doing here? You can't be here for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, why? Absolutely not. No, 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 There's like a small group of people in the universe that we want to keep you as far away from as possible and where we're going, one of them's gonna show up. Also, we all, didn't you see us all using our weapons and like doing the, loading the weapon? Like this is gonna be a firefight. I have my gun though. Oh Oh, gosh. Uh, no, that's his gun. That is his gun. He well, he needs to have that gun. Look, Tamlin, you could keep the gun, but you have to stay here with the Verpine, okay? The Verpine will take good care of you, plus you have to take good care of Tony. 
Yes. But Tony you, was going to go with me. No, absolutely not. We've this been is, practicing. This is not a safe place. I love the initiative. And normally, I would, as soon as we all turn around, I would whisper to you how to sneak onto the ship so that you could come along for the fight. And that's, You would absolutely not do that. That's normally what I would do. But I'm saying that I would do it now because that's not what's going to happen. This is not a normal fight. Well, it's I never going to we happen again. I'm going to make sure that I'm looking. I thought we were going well, to fight an Inquisitor, though. We are. We you're not. Yeah. But you don't have the force. None of you are force sensitive. Well, we don't need it because we're reckless. Now, Tamlin <laughs> and the Inquisitor won't either. I don't. What? what? I don't know what that means. Back to ha- back to takes out a blobby lizard. Eh? Oh, okay. You're just going to throw it at them? Throw a lizard at her? Well, we we can't just throw it at them. We have to maneuver them them into a space where they're in close proximity, but they don't know it's there. It's like a lizard, like a lizard catapult. Look. Okay, Tamlin, your uncles might not come back from this. That's neck rings, and I don't want neck rings to get hurt. Which one do you like the least? (gasps) Pick. You have to pick. You have to pick. Refuse to participate in this blood you, sport. Look, ask, ask then me, you will suffer the consequences of your refusal. <laughs> ask me which person in this crew I like the least, and I will tell you like that. That's because you're kind of cold-hearted, Uncle Lee. Who do you like the least in the crew? Trist. Oh, okay. That actually can't be true. What do you mean? That's I don't true. Think that's of true. course, it's true. That's not true. Uh, who else would it be? Um, Shoot, I forgot about Bacta. It's Bacta. <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be true. I'm the most recent. Addition to Zakir, yeah, you probably you, you probably like me least. You haven't had time to make you're a bad my impression on me because you're the most recent. Because <sighs> I've known everyone else long enough to know what I don't like about them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but you have like familial feelings for everybody. Yes, I'm very familiar with how much I hate them. Trist, it kind of like crouches down in front of Tamlin. Oh no, here it comes. Look, buddy. Uh, Lena I don't crouches down in front of Tony. You know that I don't. Like goodbyes. Look, buddy. Why are you doing this? No, 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 no. What no, your no. uncles are going to do right now. You're doing one of your death speeches. It's very dangerous. Oh, my God. And we might come back different, or we might not come back at all. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep on living and keep on fighting and avenge my death if I die. If Stop I die, it! if I die, avenge Stop my death. Stop it! Don't promise do me, that. promise me, promise me. Avenge my death if I die. Promise I'm me. I'm just going to come with you. No, you have no. to stay here. You have to no, grow no, no, older. No, no. You have to, and when you're 18, promise me you'll avenge my death. Promise me. Of course me. I'm going to avenge your death, Uncle okay. Tris. But okay. don't die. I won't. How about you just don't die? Hey. Hey. Tamlin. Stop it. I thought we agreed on this, that you were going to stop making the reckless Tamlin, decisions. Look at and me. you were going to make the brave and heroic decisions. I promise you right now, hmm. I will never die. There we go. Hmm. There we go. A promise I've made many times before. Yep. Tony, I promise. That I will do everything in my power to make sure that if only one person can make it out alive, it's me. Because I don't want to see you without a dad. Tony looks over towards Tamlin. I provide both a mother's and a father's love because I'm all he has. Well, I'm just saying you're pretty consistent in saying that you're Tony's mother. I think if you listen back to our ship's records... (laughs) You'll find that I'm very inconsistent. <laughs> well, I think that that's an empty threat because you know that I'll never listen back to. Our I'm ship's sure there records. are plenty of people who would be happy to listen back to the ship's records and make some sort of tally. In fact, they might have already done it. Well, I can guarantee you, by the time this airs, I'll have forgotten about this completely. Me too. <laughs> Let's shake on it. <laughs> Mama loves you. Tony looks over. Towards Tamlin. 
Okay. So, what do I get if I don't go? Present. What present? Well, surprise present. How good's it gonna be? Very good. Great. Very good. Really great. It's gonna be a physical present. Yes. Yep. You don't kill someone and not get a very good physical present That's from their body true. before you leave. For sure, this will be a physical present. You promise? <laughs> It'll yes. be a trophy that we take from a kill. <laughs> yep. That sounds good. Yeah. Yep. I know. It, it sounds great. You think other little boys are getting presents from their uncle? Physical gifts? Only Trandoshan boys. Probably. Probably. And, girls. Um, and whatever. He looks at... <laughs> whatever. He looks at... Uncle Lynn uncertainly, and she's like, well, that's technically true. I suppose that this is a bad precedent, and I'd prefer that we well, not we've talk already about said it. it. Yeah, this, is, this, this is how all of us were raised, probably, <laughs> maybe never. Definitely not, right? Well, yeah, for, for well, us it was. But I that's mean, it probably, for good behavior. right? And you, you yes, yes, absolutely. And the thing is, the, the whole point of raising children is to give them a better life than you had. Also, absolutely. whenever any one of my sisters got a big score, I always got a little bit of a present for keeping my mouth shut around my parents. I'm just saying that we shouldn't be like looting bodies and making that an exciting. Oh, thing. what do you want? What do you want to do with it? Just leave it there. Leave it there for scavengers who didn't. No, I okay, didn't Lynn, get or the, the kill. empire to just reclaim it. That's not yeah, what I'm right. saying. Why don't we all just take the income we make from our day jobs I'm to buy the boy Maybe presents. we shouldn't be bribing children with looting. Like you you're, know, you're right. Oh, I was. Oh, we'll just have them sneak on the, the mission and come along, then. Let's make this to a live on the planet. How about how about we try to raise the child to understand? that that's dangerous and in their best interest to not do it. All right, let's do a simple vote. All in favor of bribing the children with presents that we take from the corpses of our foes? Back then. Say Consider. I. Nay. Oh, oh, my God. Chris. There we go. Griff. See? Wow, back to... You're, luck- you're lucky that Tamlin gets the tiebreaker privileges on votes. <laughs> do I? Of course. I'm almost certain this is established. Yay! Now, Tamlin... Would you like to receive a gift that is a trophy of our enemy once we kill them? If you vote nay, I'll give you a... A what, Bacta? A what? a horrible precedent, Bacta. What are you going to give me? You're bribing, <laughs> you're bribing the child to teach the child that bribery is not is wrong? Yep. Yeah, what are wow. you going to give him? What are you going to give him? In... What are you going to give him ice that's cream. better? I'll get you ice cream, and there's no way... That this inquisitor will have ice cream on them. Absolutely no way. So, oh, so you're right gonna get ice cream from some dumb between, live guy? Okay, they've got an imperial job. It's boring. There's a lot of paperwork and dark clothing. I so, like dark clothing. Yeah, but but it's whatever that person has. Or you... ice cream. You've got a known quantity what of if good. They have a cape. It's almost a certainty that this bad person will have a cape because all bad people have capes. I mean, they might they have a cape, but if capes. we're gonna be honest with fit. you, Tamlin. After what we do, that cape's probably going to oh, be in a pretty ratty condition. Well, not even bloody. I mean, my blasters pretty much cauterize immediately upon impact, but it's probably going to take the few shots, fire, maybe some sword play in there, and it could be. You don't um, call it sword play. Please don't you call it sword play. Why? Because it sword sounds play. Sexual it when sounds you say very it. sexual. I, can I not even say the word play anymore? No. no. Ooh. Okay, well, no, thank you. I've learned a new power that I hold over you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Either way, that cape's probably going to be in pretty rough shape. Or you could have ice cream. Yeah, but we'll get you ice cream anyway because everybody loves ice cream or we're not going to pass an ice cream parlor and not get ice cream. New deal. Everybody just okay. comes home safe, okay? 
You like that deal? I like that deal. That feels feels too good. We should push. No, we'll give you a thing from this dead person. We, we will give push. you the thing from their body. Push. And you do chores. And you do more chores. I just, I have a bad feeling and I want everybody to be safe. Well, I don't want to go now. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of bad feeling? Like a like in your gut or in your, where does the force live? <laughs> your brain? Your nubs? Where do I have it? Is I feel like nice? I have it right behind my eyes. What do you mean? If you could, okay, damn it. I'm sorry, you've got the force and you've just said that you have a feeling of some kind? Yeah, if you could give a non-specific uh, thing that you have a bad feeling about, what would it be? I don't know, like in my heart. That's where it is. That's where it is. That's where the force is? Yep. Yeah, that's where I have it as well. It's in the heart. The heart's in your chest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Other it. side. Yeah, okay, then but it's right there. It's not right in the middle. I no. Got, well, I, well, no. I've been aiming wrong. I have, is it? I have two of them. Where's yours? You have two hearts? Yeah. That's why he can love so much. How many do you so have? What's that? That's why he can love so much. Uh, I have the normal amount of hearts. Two. Mm-hmm. How many is that for a human, two. huh? Is it two? Two, then. Is it two? No, why is everyone looking at me? Just... Lynn, how many hearts does a human have? One. One. Then I have one. Yeah. And it's from the middle, right? Weird. Why? Um, I don't know. I don't know why regular mm. humans have two. What do you mean? Heart. How many hearts do you have? Got three. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he he does not have three hearts. Are you sure? I'm positive. I the only person here who has like... the only person here who has more than two hearts is me, and it's five. <laughs> <laughs> one for each limb, and then another one for my head. Lynn, how many hearts do you have? One. What is Vun? Vun. Vun. Oh, one. Eleven. Eleven. Eleven hearts. That's I, short for eleven. I might have two. One or two hearts. I'm actually not certain. Do you know how many so, I have? I asked you how many hearts, how many hearts I hearts have. have. <laughs> and you didn't know how many hearts. I'm your medic. If you knew how many hearts. If you don't know how many hearts that you have, I can't be expected to know how many hearts I have. All I know so is that Zabrak have two hearts. Why would you know how many hearts Zabraks have and not how All many right, Twi'leks have? So let's assume, let's assume Twi'leks have two hearts, humans have two hearts, Baxter has three, three hearts, hearts. Lelik has five hearts, and Tamlin, you have two hearts. So between us, <laughs> we have 14 hearts. Why are we assuming that? Because how many hearts can Tony possibly He has all the rest. He, whatever number he needs to have yeah, to get us to 14 is how many he has. We all know this. We've said from the beginning we have 14 hearts. No, 14 is just the five of us. <laughs> five plus three it's is eight, eight plus six more hearts. Where did you get the six? You have two, two and two and two. Oh, wow. That's 14 hearts. Tony Wait, doesn't have it. a heart? Oh, my God. How is he alive? Tamlin looks up at the stars. <laughs> hey, hey, we're talking about you. What? And your hearts. Hey, buddy. Huh? What's going on? You zoned out for a minute. Oh, uh, nothing. We're going to make it back. Okay? There's okay. lots of cool stuff from a dead body. Yeah, okay. And time is kind of of the essence here, buddy, so we really have to hurry this along. Uh, all right. But if you uh, have any more feelings, you know, we're always a calm call away. Well, okay. I'll call you if I have... Do you want me to? Nope, stay off those comms, buddy. Those comms are important. Unless you have a feeling... And then, but a big feeling, a big feeling, not like you're hungry or anything. Yeah, it's gonna be like a big priority one feeling, Uh, or more like a useful feeling, not like a feeling like we don't want you to open up them comm channels and say like, 
I feel like you're all gonna die. That but, doesn't yeah. help us. But yeah, if you, you have, gotta, if you're like, if it's like a duck feeling, yeah, exactly, like duck, yeah, exactly. I feel like you all need to duck. Like but, you know, in the Matrix. But if I if you feel like you all need to duck, wouldn't be calling be too late? Depends on how quick you dial, yeah. buddy. Or it depends on how much of a premonition it is. If you think that we need a duck in like four minutes, then give us a call. Okay. Do you see this very specific situation where you would call us? Yeah. I trust your judgment. He gives a a big smile. Hey, you know what I just realized? Well, that means a good. That's a good thing for a child that's to good do. Thing for a child to do. Now that I have a robot hand, I can give you a noogie without getting all cut up. I'll see you soon, pal. <laughs> and files down the horns a little bit. <laughs> that must be so painful. Not Who's the, to say? Not on a horn. No. Just like filing your nails. Some horns have nerves. Well, yeah, but well, if you, you got too deep too down. Deep, yeah. If you got to the quick. To the what? The quick? The quick. Is that what it... That's what it's called when you... It's called. like a cat nail or something? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So the whole time you guys have been talking to Tamlin, there has been a verpine who has been standing near OD43 working on like some loose wires. On OD? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, near the entrance to the ship. Uh, so we turn, we, so we send Tamlin off, and mm-hmm. he, he wa- takes Tony by the scruff. and. Oh, yeah. He has to, well, he doesn't, actually. When it's time for Tamlin to go, um, all he does is clap twice, and Tony goes with him very peacefully. Just like I taught him. Keep telling yourself that back then. Yeah, you taught him how to Every clap. single trick that I've made him do, he's done. Okay, my son does not do tricks. But you didn't teach Tamlin any of that. Yes, we have. We've been working with it together. Yeah, you taught Tamlin how to clap. Do you do that in my music classes when I was teaching him how to keep a beat? I'd stay as far away from those music classes because they're emotionally draining to everyone involved except for you. I'm pretty sure Tamlin's been working with Tony on his own. When? And all of the time that they spend together? That makes sense, actually. They spend a lot of time together. We do set them off. That wolf is essentially raising the boy. (laughs) 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 We have a wolf. (laughs) <laughs> hello the verpine looks up oh hello hey hello. we're the people hello thank you so much for your hospitality uh we wish this was over uh <laughs> we're gonna go get it done yeah so we'll we'll see you when we see you i am zav i was sent in case you needed help with transporting and seeing to the drones you requested. But they're going to have, like, ships that come later, right? That We are bringing a second ship for the communications to be set up. Oh, as... oh okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So you're like a project manager for the mass exodus of 200. Does Zav have weapons? Zav has no weapons. I will be... Bringing the second ship with the drones to assist in the removal of the drones. Okay, okay, okay. Seth, do you have a blaster? Oh. Uh, oh, that's not a good reaction. Well, we don't, they're not going to be on the front lines. They're going into a war zone. This is a potential battle. Oh. Zav, I'm sorry. I don't want to put too much on you, but you must understand that I suppose. We could all die on this we, mission. We want you to get out of there safe. We if... do have the shatter pistols. We simply do not enjoy the use of them. Nobody enjoys the use of them. If you do, you're a, a madman, a psychopath. Yeah. They're necessary. The Empire won't hesitate to kill you or any of your friends. And they certainly won't hesitate to kill us. I... Look, if you don't want to hold a gun, 
When the fighting starts, just try to make yourself hidden. I will procure one. However, I am not certain that I will be at the battle in time, depending, as we have to lay the work when you will be jumping there, I believe. Absolutely. Okay, good. Fair enough. Just, if push comes to shove, you want to have it on you in case. We are competent flyers. Uh, however, in keeping in communication with you, would you like us to keep your droid so that we can keep communications going? Or would you like to keep your droid with you? No, you keep the droid. It'll be more useful to communicate with you. Yeah, well, we might need to cut that channel if something weird happens. I don't exactly know how much of this research reached the rest of the Empire, so... Please explain. Were you briefed? I mean, you must have been in the briefing. Yes. Yeah. So, you know that they've been experimenting with, you know, forcing control over different Verpine. I don't want them to seize control of this hive if that's somehow possible. Ah, I see. So we will be setting charges? Yep, to break the link in case we need to break the link. Understood. What is a buggy good send-off? It's a buggy good send-off. <laughs> the hive's strength be with you. And also with you. I feel like and also with you is appropriate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also with you. It's up to the hive. <laughs> what, what are you doing? It's a, don't worry about it's it. Catholicism. <laughs> ring isn't actually. It's just a ringist prayer. Oh. That's what the Star Wars equivalent of Catholicism is, is ringism. So every time we've made that reference, we were going after Catholicism. <laughs> It's also kind of Scientology as well. It's like it does just yes. every fringe science. It's like yeah, every yeah. they're all mixed in. Yeah. Od four three looks at all of you and says, "Schwa schwa 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 schwa." Good luck. I hope to see you all again. We do too, buddy. You keep these furpines safe. And if we don't see you again, know that we will make the universe aware of you once a year for, <laughs> for a, a month. month. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this one's on us. Bactus is tapping his lip. <laughs> I'm going to have to put that dear Minoc before no, this now. Gosh to, darn it. it no, four it'll be such earlier. a great reveal. Put it four months earlier and let people think about it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forget all about this. <laughs> okay. So we get back on our Imperial transport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zav, Zav, and Odie head off. So if we're loaded on the transport, he, he sits down with Lenik, Trist, and Lynn and's like, okay, this is one of the first fights that we've gone into with a force user where we're ambushing them instead of the other way around. We hope. So we've got to have a plan. There are a couple things that we have in our pocket that they don't know about. First is the armor that I'm wearing. They don't know a lightsaber can't cut it. The other. Is that true? Yes. Yep. I didn't know. I, that I want. I want some of that. Yeah, we should all have that. We were. It was very I, expensive. I worked so hard to get this. I worked so hard to get this, and you didn't help. Yeah, you're the one that works hard. We get it. <laughs> Continue. The other thing is this lizard. I don't want to risk it getting hurt because we don't have many lizards left, and it's hard to get back to that planet. But I figure, Ace in the hole. We've got the lizard too. Do you know what the bubble on that lizard is? 
it's really close range. We'd have to lure them into a trap. I think it's like last ditch effort. We want to find some close quarters area on the base that we, you know, force conflict in. So it seems like a pretty good plan. You go and have a fist fight with a former Jedi because you can't be cut by lightsabers and you have a lizard that will stop their force powers. So... That's not the plan. Those are pretty good plan. Those are the elements that we have to put together a good plan. Okay, so that that what I just did was a bad plan. That wasn't a plan at all. That was just listing off the assets we have and pretending that they're just going to make everything okay. Okay. I think we would prefer to have this conflict from far away. I would like somebody shooting from a ship. I think, Lynn, your sniper rifle is going to be very important they are going to know that the shots are coming. We have to engineer the situation so that they don't. There is a chance, however slim, that they won't know that my shots are coming. What do you mean? The clones killed the Jedi somehow. I don't think it's a thing that we can depend on. It's just a possibility. Wait, you think that you have some sort of special Jedi killing ability? A lot of Jedi died on that day getting gunned down. I've never seen a Jedi get gunned down any time in the war. I don't know how it happened. It's a possibility. Have you ever talked to another clone about it? You know, other clones don't really get on talking with me, Lynn. Well, I never talked to you about this back there. I'm not trying to... I have not sought out any other clones to talk about how they killed their Jedi. Okay. When they get close, I'll say, execute order, you know what... And we'll see if anything happens. What about about explosives? Okay, there we go. I like where that direction is. What if we can just um, blow them up? Blow them. I think that's not a half bad idea. In my experience, Jedi have difficulty multitasking with the Force. Okay. So using the Force to deflect blaster shots and whatnot, no problem. That's going to be on the table? That's something that's going to happen? Oh, yeah. Your shots are going to get deflected. The question is, can they do it while stuff's falling on them? Normally, they've got to use a force to prevent, you know, huge rocks or whatever structural things are coming down on them. I think if we engineered a situation where the roof is caving in and we're shooting at them at the same time, we might be able to get a shot in. Where are we going to engage with them? Because aren't we also dealing with a bunch of stormtroopers? Sounds like we need to engage with them in some sort of cave with a loose roof (laughs) well the question is who gets to the base first right i'll bet that there's been some sort of evacuation order i I really don't know there's no command structure on that base right now all the security officers are dead i don't know what the other employees are doing right uh we also let a bunch of things on fire so we can't really go back to the areas that we were in because they are currently on fire so we are at the mercy of whatever fire is probably out by now if the fire's not out that's very good news for us but i'm saying that there are instabilities so we are now at the mercy of whatever is stable fighting grounds well actually forcing them into a situation that might not be stable could work out for us I don't particularly want to have to fight a force user in a vacuum suit in a vacuum. I would rather do it in a place that has air. I still want to stay in my vacuum suit in case something goes bad. But do you see what I'm saying? I want to go into a place with um, with air. Right. Yeah, we all love air, Lynn. <laughs> 
so I don't want to go into the super fire damaged areas. I would like a fairly open fighting ground where we can start the fight at a distance. Okay. Because it's a Jedi, they have the advantage close up, and most of the time they didn't use blasters. The only thing they did from range was deflect blaster shots, which is another thing we can sort of control as long as we're only engaging with this, I don't know if it's a Jedi, with this Inquisitor, at a distance we control their ammunition. Presuming it's Begor Sadat, they were a Jedi. And they Jedi Master. Yeah, but they're not a Jedi anymore. Can, um... Can vibroblades touch lightsabers? No. Okay, good to know. It will sunder your blade. It will do it in a number of steps, but every time you hit it, like every time the lightsaber hits yours, it will take it down in like two steps or so. Mm, interesting. Um, we could, Becta has Sean's lightsaber, we could give you this, and you know, if things get hairy and you have to engage, this is a dangerous weapon. And very risky, but so am I. It's also yeah. easy to use. I've done it before. Um, Leenic turns it on. Oh, please be careful. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. What does that mean? I don't know. Doesn't it smell like burning, like burning <laughs> it air? It smells like ozone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can I can work with this. Okay. They might get a big shock, too, out of uh, Leenic pulling out a lightsaber. That's true. I don't like the idea of you using that lightsaber. Because you love it. No. The opposite, Leenik. It's exactly like a sword, but better. You have actually, no idea how actually, to use I it. I think it might be different than a sword yes. in a lot of different ways. Um, I'm sorry. They're called laser swords. It's just something for him to have in case it gets to a situation. And I need you to think pulse. of it that way. Your sword is what you're used to using. Yeah. I but uh, swords are like bicycles. Remember how exactly the same. Remember how we had that conversation about you doing things that you're good at, Lenik. Yes. You have no skill in this. You've never used it before. Tris, give me something to slice. Um, please throw something. Give me something to slice. Okay, a computer system (laughs) at like a prison. No, no, to slice you and you're breaking out. Tris, throw something something at him. Uh, Can I roll for this? Yeah. So you'd have to be rolling the lightsaber skill. You rolled the skill. lightsaber skill. Please, Ooh, What is please, that? I don't that even, is you don't have it. Is it agility? It's agility. Oh, so he's probably actually pretty good at this. So yeah, I have a four in agility. Cool. Please, please, please. Or cut. actually it's brawn. So it's three. Cut you three. Lightsaber is brawn? Yes. Really? Yes. That doesn't make any sense. Should be agility. What's well, the difficulty? different people can uh, add different things to it. Depends on how close Lynn is to you. Damn it. So close. Hey, say Criff, don't say damn. Criff! So f***ing close. <laughs> so close. What is that? One, two, yeah, two advantages. Two advantages. Yeah, so you miss it. Uh, what are your advantages? Lynn threw something that you like at you. Oh, it was a book. Yep. Yeah, and what happened? So Lynn throws the book. I turn the lightsaber on and slice, and then I realize it's a book, and I turn it off. No, and that's it? not what happens. No, um, because you can't be responsible for not hitting it. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, but he can say, "You can claim the reason why you didn't hit it is because." So I, I swung at it and I yeah, missed. you tried, and then you noticed that it's there. Ah! Of course, I wasn't going to hit that. Well, you sure, but that's not why. Oh, sure it is. Leenik, you're not particularly good at lying. Oh really? You're not particularly good at lying. From a certain point of view. I'll lie about something right now. The point is, it's not a sword. And now you know that. 
please just do what you're good at because we all promised Tamlin we weren't going to get killed. Yeah, well, Book's not a target. Okay, so if we're going to stage this in an open area where we can control how far away they are, I think starting in the hangar bay is probably the best, and then we can fall back. But isn't the hangar bay it's on, fire. on fire and there's no air? Where else are we going to We'll see what happens. I love that plan. That's not a good, that's not a plan, Lynn. Uh, I wing things all the time, Bacta. Have you ever fought a force user before? Lynn? I think I have. Yes. We all technically have. Okay, then you know that you need a plan. It's not a good idea to go in there and improvise a fight. No, sure. But here's my proposal. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to go and take out a lot of stormtroopers. I like the explosions plan. So I say that we take all of as many stormtroopers, uh, frag grenades as possible. And then um, whatever area we are setting up in, we rig a bunch of explosives and boom, set them off as soon as Sadat shows up. Okay. Then maybe our entry point is the trash chute that we came in the last time. And we control the battlefield by going through the hallways and tunnels. We need to pick the area where we are going to force conflict against Saudet because we are going to fight Saudet and we have to take Saudet out. I'm all for using explosives to take out as many stormtroopers as possible, but we are going to fight Saudet. And we have to pick the terms of that fight now. Okay, how about we see where the stormtroopers are set up and see if we can take our ship to them so that we can use the ship's guns. I liked that plan. If we can't, then we do enter into the base from our hole cut into the thing. Okay. Does that make sense? So first thing, we do a fly by the hangar and try and take out as many stormtroopers as possible. Everyone agree to that? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. This transport ship, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means we don't have guns on it? I don't know. I should know because I'm the pilot and I'm doing a cursory check here and I see... Oh, this is interesting. Four new emails. <laughs> okay, well, let me check my notification. Okay, the first one's spam. It's, um, it's actually a coupon for dog food, but it's cheap. <laughs> How are you reading that? Pictures. <laughs> Second email. Oh, okay. Now, this one is uh, about penis implants. <laughs> penis implants? Yeah, exactly. I'll skip past this. Okay. So, the open areas that exist on this space are as follows the hangar bay, the gymnasium, and the courtyard. The courtyard. Okay. The exits that we have. Unfortunately, the gymnasium has very few exits. Those that do exist would be through the locker rooms, and that's kind of a dead end. Either that Wait, or- Wait, how is that an exit? It's not an exit. We though. also didn't- There are the mines. There are things in the mines. Yes, that's the other thing. That's the thing where the people that we're going to be fighting will have the least knowledge about, and so will we. Well, but we have the maps of them. Lynn brings up maps of- like, there's this waterfall area here. Okay, well, Lynn has that maps of the mines. Um, and then there's, like, um, this outcropping here. We I have... like the waterfall. Let's have the fight at the waterfall. That'd be lovely. Honestly, if we could have the fight at the waterfall. How big is the waterfall? It's very spacious. It's lovely. Um, can you fly a ship in there? Mm. Yes, you can definitely fly a ship in there. It's kind of close to where the drones are being kept. Well, it sounds like we're fighting at a waterfall. I, that sounds lovely. I, 
Is that solid rock behind the waterfall? Is there some sort of little cave back there? Well, look, you can you can see for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can see for myself. So there's like a cave over here. Sure. There's like a little cave behind the waterfall. And then there's like an open air thing with enough bracketing that kind of looks like stained glass uh, filtering light through. If we could pick up some sort of uh, stationary gunnery turret from the hangar bay and position it behind that waterfall. Mm. Well, the armory will have probably an e-web, at least one on the base. I would be shocked if they didn't have one. Yeah. Throw that behind the waterfall, we got ourselves a nasty little ambush. How do we get them to the caves, though? Well, the only entrance to the caves is going to be through the science wing. And we have the code cylinders to get in there. And if we can create some sort of crisis from inside the base where the, um, for all intents and purposes, prisoners are being kept, we might be able to get them to come at us from that angle. Like if they think that we're doing something to the research, maybe we can filter them into the cave. That sounds like a decent plan. They'll be unfamiliar in there. We can hopefully get in there first, set up, bring the element of surprise. So the first wing of this mission is, do we want to take a pass at them with the ship now? Because we could go directly... Do we know for sure that they're there, that the stormtroopers are there We don't know. We're not going to know until we get there. I say we get there and we play it stealthy at first. We sneak in, we set up, we trigger a trap. I like that. I like that. We still set up the grenades in the hallways, but we grab the e-web, we set it up in the tunnels, and we drag them to the tunnels. And back and then now have we get out. to do your little cave-in idea, too, because we'll be in a cave. And then when everything goes south, I'll take them out with the lightsaber. Okay, well, that's, that's again, last resort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the best resort. You save the best resort for last. That's absolutely the last resort, Lena. I know, and it's That's the also best not how you do a vacation. <laughs> you always go to the best resort first. What are you talking about? Because you're all tired when and judgmental, yeah. so you don't want the best resort to we be... We all know what happens on a vacation when you go to multiple <laughs> resorts, right? <laughs> We're all rich. <laughs> well, we we will be after this job. Yeah, I know. Will we be? I don't feel... feel we're not getting any we're, money. We're spending money. Well, we're going to steal two lightsabers, so that's something. You we're have not, to wait, spend wait. money to make money. We're not getting money, money for this? No. Oh, we crept up. We, we're we getting a brand new ship. We're this. getting a brand that's new true. ship. And we're paid, we paid for that... That's an out-of-pocket expense. But we keep... We should get better at doing this. We keep doing stuff for free where we should really get better at getting paid for some of this I stuff. guess I could get a job as a waiter. <laughs> we should jump. Let's jump. Oh, I haven't been flying the ship. I'm going to get... <laughs> I'm going to... Well, back to said we all sit down in here. I was like, okay, who's going to fly the ship? But I didn't say anything, but I will fly the ship. We've also wasted a lot of time. They're probably already there. Uh, Tris <laughs> jumps behind the uh, steering column of the ship and takes us out. I would have figured that that would have been happening in hyperspace, but sure. <laughs> but you didn't do it. We Punch have it. had so long getting to the ship, talking about things. <laughs> Uh, the little blue lines blur around the ship and we punch into hyperspace. End of episode. And now, how about a Dear Minoc letter? Dear Lainik. Oh. I have to preface this question by saying I've always respected your opinions and have long thought of all the folks on the Minoc to have the best taste. Well, that's okay. wrong already. So, when I heard that your favorite book was Dusk on an Alien World, I rushed out and bought a copy. And I'm so sorry to say this, but I just couldn't get into it. 
I tried several times, but a couple of chapters in, I lost interest. What makes Dusk on an Alien World your favourite book? What am I missing? Is there another Nimodian Sparks book that I should try instead? Thanks so much, fiction fan on Felucia. Wow, um, terrible question. I think the first thing you're going to want to check is did you get the book in a language that you can actually read? Because I, I can't imagine starting the book and not finishing it in one sitting. So it, the problem must be... Okay, probably okay. not. I'm going to go out and say that that is... How definitely... many languages are these books written in? Many. Nemo, come in the room. No. Nemo, we want to know something about your books. Oh, on my way. It takes him so long to get here. So long. Because I think when he says on my way, he's finishing up like another activity. I don't think he's actually on his way. No. Almost there. He's probably finishing up like writing a sentence. Or... It's a couple steps. It's a couple steps. He's probably putting away like his data pad. Finishing up writing a sentence. How hard is that? Okay, you just I'm, add I'm, the end. I'm nearly there. That's not necessarily true. You That's throw... how you could end any sentence. You just add Hope the you're end ready. to it. He probably has a thought that he's finishing or writing notes. You just about throw the data pad on the bed. That's writing how you put writing's it down. very complex. Okay, it's not that complex. <sighs> if Nemo can do it, <sighs> what have you ever? Okay, written? I'm here. Whew. What? <sighs> Why are Winded. you out of breath? Oh, I was all the way on the other end of the ship. Does anyone remember That's, what okay, dumb the other end question of the we were going like, to ask him anyway? Well, Nemo, how many languages have your books been translated into? Oh, gosh. Um, well, if you get them on Datapad, you can just select any language any language. Oh, that's right. It's a space future. So, but all, that auto-translate feature's not all there yet. Don't you think that some of your prose might be lost in translation? Uh, no. I, my writing style... Is uh, rudimentary. <laughs> well, basic. Well, it, I do write in basic, so. Well, that's not non-complex, mundane. Okay. Well, okay, but it, I don't mean to murray the waters here at all with this lost in translation thing. But I, what could Nemo do? I mean, it's the publisher's call as to whether or not they're using the auto translator. I'm or just not. saying that whoever read this book in whatever language they read it in may have used some sort of auto-translator to translate it, and it may have ruined the book for them. Someone read one of my books? Uh, uh, not no. here. No, no, no. In fact, they didn't read one of your books. Oh, well, then why are you even bringing it up? We just wanted to know how many languages, languages. your books had been translated into. Okay, great, all of them. If you guys don't need me anymore, I'm going to go back to the other end of the ship where I was. Okay. I certainly don't need you. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm on my way out. Okay, see you. Okay, I'm leaving. Always oh, so long. So long. And see how he's I'm not, almost gone. See how he's not moving right now? <laughs> that is, I feel like that's the what he's doing on the other side of the ship. Okay, I hope you're going to miss go. me. Go, just go. Okay. Anyway, I feel like that... Uh, almost gone. That doesn't really answer <laughs> the question in so many words. Yeah, my guess is that they just didn't like it. Okay, I made it. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not for everybody, right? Well, I think also part of the problem is that Dusk on an Alien World is the sequel... No, yeah, love on an alien world was the first. It's up one. to you. Love on the so so. I think that you should probably start with the first one. You're not gonna you're not gonna start a series in the middle. So I read them. I read the whole series. I didn't much care for it. Well, that's I'm not surprised, honestly. Right. That so, you didn't care for it. Well, I mean, I, I started a beloved uh, series on on the third book. I feel like it's possible. <laughs> Why? Oh, well, it's just the one that I had access to, which. Oh, it's a great series. It's about this little boy who finds out that he was a clown. 
And they whisk him off to Camino, and you know, he's sort of a drab life as an orphan on another planet. But then he gets to be on Camino and, and grow up to defend the Republic uh, as, as a clone soldier. And it's all about him navigating that world, and there's an evil droid who's trying to destroy him. Oh, Wait, this, is the, this is the right. third book I in the s- series? I've. I've heard of this series. So the, the one that you started on was The Prisoner of the Citadel. Yes, The Prisoner of the Citadel. And I loved it. It was just so good. It made me want to go back and read all the ones up to that point. And then I had to wait, you know, for them to finish the series. Yeah. It was good. But starting at the third book didn't give you any problems. No. I mean, they, they, it was, uh, at least with that series, they like really laid out the for, premise. For the first five books or so, you really get... You really get a lot of front loading to I guess it catch depends. you up. Sure, it depends on the author and what they're doing. And that was those books were written for children. Yes. Nemordian Sparks novels are not. But they for matured children. as the series went on, they the books matured with them. Well, sure, but we are comparing completely different beasts here. You know, I did something very similar back on Tatooine. I don't think you did. There were these um, three sisters, and mm. I really liked all three of them, right? Different things here. Now, I was going to go out with the youngest sister first, but as random happenstance would have it, I uh, ended up hooking up with the oldest sister. This is a different so kind interesting. of starting, you know, in this unfamiliar territory. Now, I worked my way back down... And I kind of found that when I got to the younger sister, I wasn't even that into the series to begin with. That's not the same at all. It's the exact same thing. It's exactly what you were just talking about. Mm -mm. Why is everybody looking at me like this? I just said the same thing everyone else was saying. No, you did not. You did not. See, this is why I don't chime in during these Dear Monarch sessions. You just did chime in, though. That's all you do. Because this is how I'm treated what I do. When I bring important... I'm sure the person who wrote this letter loved that story. No. And I'm sure it was very helpful to them in reading their book or whatever. Lenik, would you consider Love on an Alien World or Dusk on an Alien World to be a good introduction to, you know, the Nemo canon? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what got me in. That's what got me hooked. But you got to start with the first one. And you have to really be in the right mood. I'd suggest getting in a bathtub, lighting some space candles, Mm -hmm. and um, turning the lights down low. And if you don't like those books, do you think that you'd like the rest of his works? Wait, do we have a bathtub on the ship? Wait, you turn the lights off to read a book? Well, I put the candles on. Okay. Also, I can see in the dark. Really? Yep. Wow. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off right now. No. Turn the lights off. Uh, Can we not do do this? Tris, turn the lights off. Can we not (sighs) do this just once? Cat, recipe for dark cake. Oh, who turned off the lights? You happy now? What do you mean? You turned off all the lights now. Everybody's heckles are yeah. up. Hold up, a, hold up a number of fingers and I'll tell you how many. Okay. One. <laughs> yeah, real funny. <laughs> Be honest. You were going to get that no matter what. Give me one more. Let, let me try again. Hold up a number of fingers. No, a different <laughs> number of fingers. This is awful. How do you know that wasn't? Because I, I can see. Okay, well, fine. He can see. Okay, turn. Cat, recipe for light cake. <laughs> Getting lazier and lazier. I feel like that's a different thing. Oh, it's so bright! It's too bright! Oh my god! Medium cake, medium cake, cat, medium cake! (laughs) Uh, Dim the cake, cat. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess the advice is just try again. No, that's that's not useful advice. No, the advice is read the first book first. The second piece of advice 
is you're wrong. I don't think so. I think they're probably right. But I, you didn't like them, so how could you even comment on this? But this person also didn't like it. They probably don't like the series. Oh, so they're that you're you're right. Maybe maybe they are also boring, extremely uh, studious mm-hmm. nerds. There are lots of other types of people who won't like these books, Lena. Sorry to break it to you. I'm sorry to break it to you, but I think there are only two types of people in this world. Ones with a heart and ones without a heart. I disagree. And I think the best advice is to get out there and read a bunch of different types of books. And if that book has a sister, Name? No. read, the, oh, read gosh, that book as well. Interesting. But I'm saying that don't limit yourself to what you read. Mm-mm. Okay, that's good advice. Variety is the flavor of space. I'm just there. Are, yeah, there are more types of books out there. Oh God, cut open the airlock. Your flavor space. Cut, cut. Close the airlock. Cut. Close it down. Cut. Recipe for flavor of the ship. Recipe for flavor of the ship. Close. Cat, turn off airlock cake. Oh, we gotta fix that. Yeah, we've gotta fix that. It's my fault. It's my fault. I've been warned before, and I will stop saying F of S. Cat, delete recipe for flavor of space. Oh, that's good. Why didn't we think of that earlier? I don't know. No, that's going to be useful. We're going to need to use that someday, right? When well, we it's too late that? now. No, it's gone. Canonically, we can't. <laughs> okay. I don't think... Can we just end this one? I, I'm really scared that we're going to mess up talking to Cat if we there keep on... There are four more lethal triggers on the Minoc. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Cat, recipe no. for gun soup. No! <laughs> That's it for Campaign This Week, heroes, but don't worry. The crew of the Minoc will return again in two weeks. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great actual play shows, be sure to check out Warda. Warda is an original fantasy actual play podcast created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. It's one part Game of Thrones, two parts Downton Abbey, served on the rocks with a twist of Agatha Christie. Discover magic, mystery, and more than a little sociopolitical commentary along the way. The city holds thousands of stories. What will yours be? The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production. This series is GM'd by Cat Cool, who can be found on Twitter at Wolves Are Cool. Bacta is performed by James D'Amato, who can be found on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Trist Valentine is performed by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, or on his weekly streaming Twitch show, Total Party Kill, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, on OneShot's Twitch page, twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. Lena Gilo is performed by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at JohnnyInBriefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. You can find the show on Twitter at CampaignPod. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of Yesteryear, who can be found at thesnowdensofyesteryear.com, on Spotify, iTunes, and most streaming music services. Until next time, may the Force be with you, always. (laughs) 